intro, kind of. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Episodes 11 through 19 are closer to what the podcast is now. They were still recorded a while ago. It was kind of during lockdown, kind of during things opening up, that weird middle ground that we were in but they were originally made for YouTube videos. So while it is podcasty, there's times where we reference things that we're looking at on the screen. Sorry, I didn't know I was gonna be putting these on Apple, Spotify, everything else afterwards. So you can go to YouTube if you wanna see the visuals, but if not, keep listening. And hey, once you get to 20, we are current and weekly, baby. Hello, welcome Harpy and her side boob. Both of them. Both on this of side, them. one on this side. She you know what? For the ladies, there's something in the middle. <laughs> she uh, she came <laughs> over in all of her glory, and I'm about it. I did. I was like, "Oh, you look good." And then she got all self conscious about like, "Oh, is it too much side boob for the podcast?" I don't know. Look at how much it is. I'm like, "What? You look amazing." And then do you know what this bitch said? <laughs> do you know what she did? She's like, "You know what? I should I should cover up a little bit." <laughs> So then she put on her overall skirt, not this. She put on her overall skirt. I'm not sure if y'all are familiar of how overalls are built, but notoriously, it's just it's a skirt with a panel in front, which doesn't hide her side boob at all. And she was like, okay. And I was like, what the fuck did you put on overalls for if your problem was side boob? You just highlighted the side boob. You covered up everything but the side boob. You pointed arrows <laughs> to the side boob. It's like you had like those little construction signs. <laughs> Caution side boob. Caution side boob. Caution side boob. <laughs> so I, I think I shamed her. I think I accidentally shamed her into taking the overalls off and putting on the regular dress. I didn't mean to shame you. I just thought it was funny. So two things. Well, the first being um, my thinking was that with the panel here, I would pull this part because it obviously is like there's like a tie here. I can adjust how open this is. Mm -hmm. So I was going to adjust how open this is, push this in, and there'd be less side boob. Okay. That's the a second, theory. The second thing is you said you were done with talking about this. I did. I lied. <laughs> I lied. This is before we pushed record. This I was like, okay, I'm done. This is before we pushed record. She was literally, she kept, she gave me analogies <laughs> I, of how dumb this I, was. I said it was like, I was like, fuck, my arms are cold. Let me put my vest on. <laughs> or, oh no, my stomach's cold. Let me put my crop top on. <laughs> My favorite was, oh no, the sun's in my eyes. Let me hold some magnifying glasses up. <laughs> my magnifying glasses. So she's and, not done. And then I said, okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. And then here we are. And then I pushed record. <laughs> yeah, and then we started all the I way wasn't over. done. <laughs> I wasn't done. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the four of us are here. Two of us and my two side boobs. Okay, I'm sorry. Just a few girls hanging out. Just two girls, two side boobs. <laughs> Do you know what I was thinking the other day? God, no. Do you remember two girls, one cup? God. No, no, listen, listen. Oh, okay, yeah. 
I want to hear what you have to say. I really do. No, no, no. I want nothing more than to hear what you have to say about this. Warning. Things get uncharacteristically disgusting. If you'd like to skip the two girls one cup conversation, skip to 19 minutes, 45 seconds. Thank you. And I'm sorry. You remember, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You remember. (laughs) Um, I don't think that that gets (laughs) enough respect. What the fuck? And... And it should, it, people don't really appreciate it because, listen, listen, listen. No, I'm listening. I'm listening. As far as I'm aware, and I could be wrong, that was the original React video. Okay. React videos are such like a normal thing now. That's like every YouTuber, every Twitch streamer, it's reacting to videos, right? Two Girls, One Cup is, as far as I can remember, the first video that people reacted to because that was the thing that was so, like, gross, even though we all know it was soft serve. It was, like, so gross that people would post videos on YouTube. What was this, 15 years ago or some shit? They'd post videos on YouTube of, like showing it to their friend for the first time and it was like this weird thing of like you didn't because on youtube you couldn't show two girls one cup because mm-hmm. you know uh what do you call it tos mm-hmm. but people would post videos of just their friends faces watching it and it would be like oh oh uh, she's hot oh man oh oh god oh god oh, oh, oh. and then you freak the fuck out and then there was even i remember like parodies because i wouldn't watch it because you know i love kermit with my whole heart and soul and i refuse to have the one innocent part of my childhood tainted. And so I love Kermit so much. And I don't like, like, like funny, jokey, whatever. But they would even do like Kermit responding to two girls. And it was like a little puppet. He's like, oh, look at this. Mm-hmm. Kermit joke. Look at me breaking Kiki's heart. Like shit like that. <laughs> and like celebrities and stuff. Mm-hmm. As far as I can remember, <clears throat> I think that was the like original React video. I think that's what started React videos. Wow, they were real pioneers. I'm not saying that that's what they intended, but you don't know you're making history when you're making history. (laughs) What if they did? (laughs) What if they're like, oh, this is going to be great. (laughs) We're we're changing the future of communication. (laughs) (laughs) Broadcasting will never be the same. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think I don't think that was the case. You're right there, you don't know. But what? How did you? Fourteen years. Fourteen years ago, I was one year. You were very close. Yeah. Yes, fourteen years ago. I I I could be mistaken, but I do not recall fourteen years ago reaction videos being a thing. I believe that was the first one. You know, it's actually not called Two Girls One Cup. It is the unofficial nickname for the trailer of the trailer for Hungry Bitches, a 2007 Brazilian scat fetish pornographic film. It was Brazilian? I guess so. According how to the did, Google. I wonder how the nickname became Two Girls, One Cup. I, oh, maybe because Two Girls, One Cup is more like you could trick somebody into watching that by like sending oh, the link. Yeah. If you were like Hungry Bitches scat <laughs> porn. Like, what the fuck? No, yeah. I'm not going to watch that. Yeah. Huh. Well, oh. good for them. I know they this have is a whole Wikipedia, but they have background information, impact. Oh my God. Media recognition. This, I think I want this to be my conspiration. I think I just want to read this Wikipedia. <laughs> this is, oh, you know what? No, this is my, this is my personal news. <laughs> Give me that computer. 
Also, I know I just says it once, hungry bitches, but in my head I'm thinking of like hungry, hungry bitches. <laughs> oh <laughs> no! Um, I used to put their um, face on the hippos and just like um, and then just like um, little chocolate um, balls ew, that you have to get. Ew, ew, ew. You brought it up. You made it too real. <laughs> I'm talking about it in vague terms. You said chocolate balls, and that made it gross. They're eating feces. It's soft serve, and we all know it's soft serve. First of all, I've, I'm going to let you know something right now. This is the first time ever hearing that it's soft serve. I thought that was common. I thought that was common This is knowledge. the first I've ever heard this. Am I making that up to make it okay? That I think you are. <laughs> You're rewriting history. <clears throat> From the Wikipedia page, two girls, one cup. Two Girls, One Cup is the unofficial nickname of the trailer. So the trailer is not even the whole thing? I guess so. <clears throat> for the trailer. For, oh, I'm going to put on my British, my very smart people accent. Inside the Scactors studio. <laughs> Fuck, that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That was, that, was really, that was really good. That was really good. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting good. Ah, yay! Um, okay, no, no, yes. <clears throat> Can't wait for the comments on this video. <laughs> oh my god. I can make sure the hashtags are there so we bring in a whole new audience. <laughs> mm. Mm. Two Girls, One Cup is the official nickname of the trailer for Hungry Bitches, a 2007 Brazilian scat fetish pornographic film produced by MFX Media. The trailer features two women defecating into a cup, taking turns in what appears to be consuming the excrement. I like the word appears to be. I feel like maybe I'm right now. I don't know. And then vomiting into each other's mouths. Lover's Theme by Irv. Roy plays throughout the video. The video became one of the best known shock videos in itself, and for the reactions uh, to its graphic content, elicited from viewers who had not seen it before. Around October 2007, video sharing sites, including YouTube, were flooded with videos of reactions from first time viewers. Yeah, no, you're totally right. Fuck, I'm good. Production. <laughs> Viewers often speculate that the apparent feces are actually food substances, such as refried beans, ice cream, or peanut butter. Some speculate that the vomit is real, but was regurgitated before reaching the stomach and does not contain any of the actual gastric acids. In the video, the majority of the vomit does not enter the mouths. Florito unsuccessfully argued in court that the excrement was actually chocolate ice cream. I think that's where it was, because, yeah, because he... Did we, they go to court about yeah, this? Yeah, for... Uh, for like lewd whatever in oh. I guess wherever they're from. That's where I was like, I know I, somebody at some point told me it was actually soft serve. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Cause it was like, so like obviously trying to shock, mm -hmm. but also he might, he was trying to save his ass. Yeah. Court. Lawyers lie. Lie lawyers. <laughs> it I, it's been 15, 14 years since I've seen it, but I remember the first time I saw it thinking it looked like soft serve ice cream. I don't remember watching it. I know that I have. I don't remember anything about it. So I we don't. We splice in reaction. We, we'll do that. Well, I'm okay. finish reading and then we're totally going to do that. Okay. Ah! God help me. Mm. 
You're way too excited to show me. I, I don't remember either, okay. though. <laughs> it, like, I, this was 14 years ago. Hmm. Background. The video originated from a Brazilian distributor and pornographer pornographer Marco Antonio Flor Florito, born July 1971 in San Paulo, Brazil, who himself, who, who describes himself as a compulsive fetishist. Florito started having interest in producing films in 2014 and in, wait, in 1994. <laughs> I just made up numbers. In 1994. Okay, I'm going back to my voice. And in 1996 <laughs> with his wife, Joel Marburito, using the artistic name Letitia Miller, began his fetish film business and soon moved into coprophagia. Soon moved on to coprophagia. Yeah, yeah we're, we're clicking on that. Uh, oh, the consumption of feces. Oh, okay. That's what that means. Okay. Also, Letitia Miller is such a strange name to choose as like a stage name. It's like... Yeah, Karen Smith. Yeah, it is very like normal. Yeah. Okay, so coprophagia is the consumption of feces. Uh, the film was the produced you know. by MFX Video and one of the several companies owned by Florido. Authorities in the United States have branded some of his films as obscene and filed charges against him. Uh, against a Brazilian lawyer living in Florida named Danielo something, listed as an officer of the company distributing his films in the United States. Oh, so it was here that he was sued, or that he had charges. Interesting. America. Um, Florida explained that he had known that selling his films in the U.S. was illegal, or had he known, he would have stopped. In his declaration, declaration he said, I would have stopped because the money is not the main reason that I make these films. It's for the arts. He then added, I have already made fetish movies with scat or feces using chocolate instead of feces. Many actors make scat films, but they do not agree to actually eat the feces. The first what few seconds. What do they do with it? They, they, they're, they're not doing anything with it. It's not real. The first few seconds of Two Girls, One Cup video contained the text MFX1209, the production code for Hungry Bitches, and the URL mfxvideo.com, the website, it's Florida's website, leading some to incorrectly believe that the video is one of many that he had to surrender to the Justice Department, but was leaked in the process. I don't understand why that mattered. <laughs> okay, getting to the reaction. Reaction videos. The popularity of Two Girls, One Cup was aided by a series of reaction videos. That is, videos depicting people reacting to watching it. Many videos exist on YouTube of users showing the original viewer, the original video off camera to their friends and filming their reactions, although some may be staged. Yeah. I yeah. mean, even now, reaction videos oh that people like, pre-watch. Or pre like prank videos that people do now are so fucking stupid. Oh my God, the prank videos. Uh, even Joe Rogan, host of Fear Factor. <laughs> This is an old wiki. Yeah, this is a, <laughs> not, like, not his claim to fame right now. Nope. Uh, show notorious for disgusting things that the contestants are dared to eat had to turn away from the reaction video posted in, in the reaction video posted to his blog. I don't think I want to watch this anymore. That sounds gross. Now, I know it's gross. Oh, really? I know it's gross. Like, but I didn't feel it in my heart. No, now we're watching it. But no, like, if even he was, like, couldn't look at it, I think I'm going to, like, freak the fuck out. No, now we're watching it. Hmm. <laughs> A reaction video starring Kermit the Frog. Like, this is, I am, I'm so on top of fucking 15-year-old culture. 
<laughs> got this shit down. <laughs> a reaction video starring Kermit the Frog Puppet proved very popular on the community-based website Dig. Don't remember Dig. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm scanning, I'm scanning. Veteran porn star Ron Jeremy walked off while watching the video. This is going to be gross. Ron Jeremy's gross. Yes, I know. I don't think I want to do this anymore. Maybe Okay, well, look. Maybe it's different because at the time they <laughs> thought it was poo, but we're going to watch it knowing it's ice cream. Okay. Mm I don't want to do this. Nope, anymore. we're doing it. And the whole time I'm like, it's poo. It's no, poo. it's not. It's poo. It's poo. It's poo. Man, it's poo. we are losing so many viewers right now. Uh, they didn't come in for this gross out stuff. They came. You brought this up. I was talking about how the reaction video came to be and the cultural impact of this, and that it doesn't get the credit. For being like the OG react, the video that you react to. I wonder if you can even find it on the internet. Uncensored original video. I am going to fucking get a virus. Is this it? Or are we just watching porn right now? No, that's it. Ah! That is not soft, sir, maroon. I think it is. It is. It is. It's ice cream. How did it come? Uh, no. They put it in there. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm gonna. I'm no. I already feel. I already feel the gagging happening. I already feel it happening. It's soft this serve. Is, they put it. If that's what you need to tell yourself, but that's what the world just. That's what Wikipedia said. That's what the world says. That just says that's what he argued. And that's what people tell themselves to fucking be able to go to sleep at night. They just put it. Inside, that did not look like soft serve. I am so sorry. Okay, there's different kinds of ice cream. Maybe not soft serve. He said ice cream. I said soft serve. It did look like chocolate ice cream. If you put it into a body and then it came back out, that's what it would look like. Yeah. If you put it into the body for nope. your mouth nope. and then digested nope. it and nope. then it came out when you're lactose intolerant, nope. that's what it looks like. It was ice cream. It was obviously ice cream. It was a shock video. It was trying to be a shock video. It was absolutely ice cream. So what's your personal news? I don't fucking remember. We're not even going to involve any, like, we're not going to put any of this in. Well, I'm going to put stuff in, but I'm definitely going to edit stuff out. Hello. Okay, so we're going to Harpy Time. <laughs> I've made a mistake. <laughs> Dear viewers, there might have been some quick edits in there of me removing almost everything that we spoke about. I'm sorry if it's confusing, but I assure you that it was for your benefit. Should I just, just keep it all in? Should I just should I keep it in? Should I cut it all out? Absolutely keep all of it in. That was fucking hilarious. Okay. It's disgusting, but it's hilarious. Okay. Dear viewers, I'm so sorry if I didn't have any quick cuts in there and edit things out that you obviously didn't deserve. You 
You didn't deserve any of that. I truly, I swear to God, I just thought it was an interesting thing to think about. The cultural impact of reaction videos now. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to go down the road we went down. I didn't mean to do that to you. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. If you're even still here. <laughs> to hear my apology. I feel like, I feel like, you know, when they find like the camera and the people were missing. <laughs> like the like, Blair Witch Project. Like, if you're even still here to see this, I'm sorry. And like the camera always, falls over. I always loved you. <laughs> I always loved you. So every week, <laughs> Harfie brings me <laughs> something from her world. Um, she is a quite a spooky lady, so it's often true crime, horror, uh, scary video games, um, movie, film festival things she goes to, all the, all the spooky, creepy things in the world. What do you have for me today, Harpy? Kiki? Yes? What's your favorite fast food? You know the answer to that. Why are you asking me? Well, I got a story for you. <laughs> You're scaring me. <laughs> You're scaring me. You know my answer is McDonald's. I, I do know that. Okay. <clears throat> so I found this. Um, it's a, this is a true crime related thing. Okay, true crime. True, true crime. crime true crime. No one died. Um, oh, good. No one died. The headline is, not loving it. <laughs> Da, 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 da. Not loving it. <laughs> it's a good sound. Not loving it. <laughs> I want to edit that into your intro song. That's me. That's me every time you're like, hey, Kiki, did you hear this story? Do you want to hear about this scary thing? Da, 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 da. Not loving it. <laughs> I'm going to make that what happens when you call me. <laughs> okay. All right. Man arrested after bizarre video shows him tattooing a child in a McDonald's restaurant. How was that roller coaster? Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Um, I know what state you're thinking. Florida. It is not. Oh. South Carolina. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Brandon Prescia, 28 years old, was arrested after footage of the incident was shared online. You can kind of see it's a bad picture, but like you can see, not like bad, like don't look at it. It's just like you can't really but tell. Yeah, what's I happening. see his arm out and I see the tattooing happening. Um, so that is actually not the person getting tattooed. He is holding down the face of the child whose face is getting tattooed. Okay. Uh, the clip shows a man tattooing in the dining area of the fast food chain. He is wearing surgical clothes as he carries out the uh, work, but police say Prussia is not a licensed artist. Was he wearing surgical clothes to be safe I, in the McDonald's? You can get scrubs at the mall. But I know, but like I was saying, like, why bother? Yeah. Why, why even have, just from a business point of view, why even spend the money on the clothes if you're clearly not concerned about actually... Like sanitary conditions. Just wear your fucking t-shirt. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty empty McDonald's, so I guess. It, I'm just kidding. Um, Presha uh, from Lawrence, South Carolina, is facing charges of illegally tattooing and underage tattooing. Um, 
ba, 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 ba. the police chief says it's an absolutely disgusting display. And then that's one quote. And then the other is he looked pretty comfortable, which when I read it, I thought they were talking about the person, like the child getting tattooed. Yeah. But no, he looked comfortable doing it, oh, which they don't know how, how long many. he's been doing it. Yeah. And like, who the fuck is letting him? Where's the manager of that McDonald's? Yeah, I was going to say, like, if he felt comfortable enough to do do it there, he knew the people there or yeah. something's going on. Um, it's really tragic that this is going on inside of, <laughs> this is also my favorite line. Uh, it's really tragic that this is going, gone, going on inside of this newly remodeled business. <laughs> It's not a shithole. It's the good McDonald's. What are you this doing? This is the better McDonald's in Lawrence, South Carolina. Why are you fucking up our McDonald's? <laughs> because the owners are trying to bring our McDonald's back to life. Wait, did you add that or is no, that there? It's in, the, it's in there. The it's, real crime here is that it was in a McDonald's. We're not concerned about it damaging the child. We don't want to damage the reputation of Lawrence, South Carolina's McDonald facilities. What the motherfuck? Mm -hmm. That's that good McDonald's. <laughs> oh my God. Um, after the crimes were discovered, the owners quickly came in and worked with law enforcement to make sure something like this never happens again. Where the fuck were they the first, however many times? The, okay, the police chief needs to put on a McDonald's uniform. He needs to go undercover. He needs to work at this McDonald's and find <laughs> out from the inside who knew what. This goes deeper. Oh, yeah. This has got Hamburglar written all over it. If he felt comfortable doing it in a, at a McDonald's table, he knew some people there or something was going on. Or maybe he didn't know them, but maybe he's like a super big, I don't know, fucking cartel person or something to where they the McDonald's him. staff, yeah, feared him. There was something going on. Mm -hmm. This goes deeper. This goes deeper. And this, if this... If this police officer, sheriff, whatever, gives a shit, he needs to go undercover. Yeah. What else? All the way to the top. Okay, sorry. Um, a spokesperson for McDonald's says, in our restaurants, nothing is more important to us than the safety and well-being of our customers and employees. The conduct reported is not in line with the values of our organization or in line with our expectations for how restaurants should be run. Yeah, no shit! That was the most, that was a stupid fucking press release. Yeah. Yeah, you, you don't, yeah, okay. Which is strange because like when I think of McDonald's, I think of getting a tattoo. So like it's weird that they're actually anti that. You don't need to make that statement. We know that you don't want people getting their faces tattooed. Children. Children. Getting not their faces tattooed in your McDonald's. Because children are not people. <laughs> We are investigating the incident and will take appropriate action to ensure that my restaurant is both a safe place for my employees to work and for my customers to enjoy. Bond has been set at $25,000 according to local reports. Okay. I have, I do have one little thing. Okay. I remember it wasn't this for the, for damn sure. It was different. It was some story a couple months ago that I saw on Twitter about a family who also tattooed their children 
And I guess like whatever CP, CPS mm -hmm. or somebody will like came and they took the kids away and there were people arguing. I'm not saying they're right, but I think it's interesting about uh, like the cultural things because mm -hmm. in lots of cultures mm -hmm. they do, you know, and I'm talking like more like indigenous mm -hmm. or different places, yeah. islands, whatever, that is part of your culture and for your children and what you do. I don't feel like that's what was going on in the, yeah, with this story. I, I think, think it was like indigenous people were like, let's get a Tinkerbell tattoo. Yeah, no, like it was like in a trailer park and it was whatever. But if it's, it's kind of like the whole like free speech idea. If it's okay for this, why, you know, where, who is drawing that line? How are you drawing that line? What is culture? And can you, can a government stop you from giving a child a tattoo if it's for religious purposes or maybe if that's your thing is like every year you know they did a little mark on the wall to mm -hmm. do your growth what if your religion your culture whatever was like a mark on your arm i don't fucking know what people believe but who am i or who is the government to say you cannot do that to your child again i'm not saying mm -hmm. that that is correct because i do think that there is another balance of like, yeah, there's also a lot of fucking stupid people. I'm not saying like religion, but in general, mm -hmm. that would be like, oh, okay, I'm going to give my three-year-old a tramp stamp. That I don't find to be okay. Mm -hmm. But where is that line? If it's a licensed character. <laughs> if Disney can sue you. If Disney can sue you for, <laughs> what is it, intellectual property theft yes, or something? That's the line. Yeah. Okay. What is Disney okay with? <laughs> You're, you're right, stop where Disney rights start. <laughs> okay, well, that, I thought that was even more discussion, but you answered the question, I think, very clearly. I agree. <laughs> I mean, again, is it is it a religious experience or, like, is it a cultural thing to have, I don't know barbed wire on your fucking arm i mean but i who am i to say that though yeah. i don't know it, it weirdly goes back to the soft serve <laughs> i don't I'm, because okay. like say i had a kid and i tattooed really like soft serve and i tattooed barbed wire mm -hmm. on my son because I really, I thought he looked like a fucking badass with the barbed wire. <laughs> he was a pussy before. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, nah, fucking man up, kid. And I thought, it, and maybe for the circus. I'm like, yeah, it'd be a good little circus kid. Fucking look, look a badass, right? And then the cops came or CPS or something. And I say, it's my religious thing. It's, it's soft serve. Like you said, you can just argue. You can just go, you can say what you want in court. I don't believe it. I think it was chocolate ice cream. But... You say what you need to say in court. So I could say, yeah, no, it's, he doesn't look like a badass. That's my religion. That's, that's Jesus Christ's fucking thorns on his arm. So he always thinks about Jesus every day. Now what? Mm. You can say anything. Words are everywhere. <laughs> Words that, are words, Harvey. That is correct. Words are words. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That is tricky. Yeah. I do not know. I don't either. And you know how proud I am of us? Yeah. To be able to say that? Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't have all the answers. 
I don't want to have all the answers. I love learning things. Yeah, me too. That's why we're friends. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a oh. world where everybody wants to say this is the right way or this is the wrong way, who, who some knows? shit is that is complicated. I don't know. It's not all black and white. I don't know. time for clownspiration <laughs> every week i bring harpy and some sort of inspirational quote or blog post or fucking song lyric or coffee mug or something <laughs> that brings some sort of inspiration um to just try to clownspire her and you and oftentimes i have to be honest myself yeah sometimes you gotta say things out loud to feel them yeah or say things out loud so that you hear them. Yes. It just, it sounds different when it's outside of your brain. Mm-hmm. Also, that's why I try to, I try to, I get, sometimes I break the habit, but journal a lot. Because mm-hmm. there's something different when you have all these thoughts in your head. Even if you have a train of consciousness, it, it's still jumbled up. The process of having to write it down, even if it's free flowing and not in any particular order, it just forces it to be in some sort of order. Mm-hmm. There's like the need... Writing is communication, and the step that it goes from in your head to I know it to communicating it to others, even if you never intend on sharing it, mm-hmm. clears up so much shit. Yeah. So much shit. I should journal today. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been several weeks, actually. Maybe that's why I feel so crazy right now. Maybe. I've been a little... Ah. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a lot going on, but yeah. also processing Yeah, journaling helps. Yeah, there's been a lot going on. My personal news was going to be about the bat that was in my house, but two girls, one cup was way more interesting. Anyway, clownspiration. <laughs> Today's uh, is actually a very, very short one. Uh, it is a quote from fellow uh, clown-spiring diva Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Lady Nicki Minaj. Yes. Uh, I honestly don't know if this is from one of her songs or something that she just said because she just speaks like this and is amazing. (laughs) Um, But it just is mind over matter. I don't mind and you don't matter. Mm. That is so Mm. good. I love that so much. I feel like there are so many layers to that. And the most obvious is the bad bitch Nicki Minaj way of I don't mind and you don't mean shit. Mm-hmm. Next layer, um, it honestly reminds me of something. She, <laughs> it's like this beauty. That's why she's, such, she's so good at what she does. Like language and communication and like brevity. To say so much, say so much in so many little mm-hmm. words, which I just did the opposite. <laughs> I said as many words as possible to compliment how good she is <laughs> at saying the fewest words possible and getting a clever idea across. That is very similar to something that discussed a lot in uh, different recovery programs. Mm-hmm. But the way that what they're saying is that often it can be difficult to quit drinking quit drugs, quit anything, quit people. You can be addicted to anything, quit Mm -hmm. bad behaviors because there is this idea of what will people think? People, you know, people, it's going to be so weird that I don't drink that. And I know I dealt with that a lot of like, oh, if I go to like, no, I can't not drink at a party. People are going to be like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. What the fuck is wrong with you? And 
it's one of the most empowering things to learn. Very weird to be told at first by people, which is nobody gives a fuck about you. Nobody gives a fuck about you. And the first time you hear that, especially in one of those program rooms, you're like, like that hurts. Like, what the fuck? What do you, okay, so let me go kill myself if nobody gives a fuck. But it's like, no, it's the most freeing thing. As much as we are in our heads, constantly concerned about how we look and what's going on and what do people think and all that stuff. It's so strange that we can be in that space and never think that every, everybody else is in that space. Mm-hmm. Everybody else. What's the whole thing about main character? Everybody oh, yeah. is, is their, their own, own main character. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're all in their heads. They care th- like this much, if that, about you. And again, it can feel so harsh to be told that, especially if you're in like a not comfortable space because you want to believe, even if it's bad things, even if people are thinking bad about me, it's still they're thinking about Mm -hmm. you. And to be told that nobody gives a shit about you, it's weird. And then it is the most freeing, wonderful thing. You don't matter. And I don't mean it, like I said, Nicki Minaj, yeah, you don't, but you don't, as in I'm talking to myself, matter. There's so much freedom in that because you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Do whatever you want. That's like another, so something that Tim Ferriss talks about. Um, it's one of his like exercises is to do something every day that embarrasses you. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that you grow, uh, what's the word? Immune. You grow like an immunity to that feeling to where, so, you know, at first, you, people get so like anxious about that feeling of embarrassment of like, you know, saying something weird in front of people or doing something, tripping mm-hmm. in a restaurant or whatever. And it's just, it's like anything else. It's an, it's an exercise. It's a muscle that you work until you no longer, you have an immunity to it so that you don't have that anxiety. Mm-hmm. You don't have that fear and it no longer has power over you. And if you are not concerned about being embarrassed, you can fully be yourself. Yeah at all times without the anxiety in your head you don't matter yeah i mean it totally makes sense though because like has has your day ever stopped because someone tripped on something on the sidewalk no 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 or like even like and i never would like but even worst case somebody was like oh my god and laughed at you which like nobody really does people are like are you okay yeah people care 99.9% 99.9% of the time. But even if the worst thing in your head was like, everybody's like, he fell. And then what? Yeah. And then what? You don't die from like someone acknowledging that. And then, yeah. Somebody just showed you what a piece of shit they are. Yeah. Sorry, I pointed at you. What a piece of shit they, <laughs> they are. Like, they should be the one embarrassed that they responded that yeah, way. Yeah, so that was the other thing I was going to say. If somebody was like, oh my God, we went to dinner and this person tripped. Like, okay. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you bring that up? Like, yeah. who fucking cares? Yeah, I'd be like, well, did you help them? <laughs> no, I left. It's, okay, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I think it's easy to think that. Mm-hmm. But when it's when you're in the space, if you have not built that muscle up, thankfully, I'm a clown. <laughs> I fall all the time. <laughs> but I used to have... Oh my God, I used to be terrified of that stuff. I used to be embarrassed all the time. I was, I've told you before, I was teased terribly in school. I was always shy, scared, felt like everybody was laughing at me because kids suck (laughs) and they can be that. But I, I still, it's, I don't have a lot of memories from childhood, 
but it is one of my most vivid ones because it was like a spark. It was a moment. I remember, I think this was maybe in ninth or 10th grade. This was already into like the trauma years. And I was drinking. I had took a soda to class. So it was a class after lunch. And I don't remember what the class was, but I remember I like took a sip and I did that thing where you kind of like miss or it comes out, you know, like whatever. Mm. And so like some fell on my shirt. <laughs> Something I do every day. Yes. <laughs> some fell on my shirt. And so I like, and there was a guy like two desks over. that's like, I saw that. Cause kids, Ugh. cause kids. And I remember like feeling that like, huh? but the fake it till you make it I was like, what? I spilled my soda. And it was such, I didn't feel that by any means. I was like, oh my God, he's always spilled a soda. Yeah. Cause you're fucking stupid when you're a child. Yeah. And I was like, what? I spilled my soda. Yeah, I know. And he just goes, oh, you never get embarrassed. Ah. And I was like, it was this, this weird like superpower that you just, yes. like you just found out you're Spider-Man or something. Yes, yeah. exactly. Where I was like, what? The? And again, after like constantly being teased to see the, a teaser, not in a good way. Teasers are good now, burlesque. Bully. Oh, so thank you. To see a bully turn around. I had never seen that before. I had never, ever seen that happen. It was always ah, until I ran away. Mm -hmm. And it was this huge moment for me. And that explains why I'm a clown. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. It, it it became its own defense mechanism, you know. And I think I know that I overcorrected for a long time mm -hmm. and pretended nothing hurt when things did hurt. But eventually, found my way to the middle space of just knowing, like, oh, it doesn't matter. It so doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I mean, I took it. That is. A great interpretation of it. I took it very like literal, like oh yeah, no, the that's how she meant it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just you know, there are so many people that I've cared so much about, like what they think about me or like how I'm presenting myself or anything like that, and mm -hmm. I thankfully have gotten to this space where I don't fucking care. I mm -hmm. do not care at all. Mm -hmm. I care like this much. Yeah. No, it's I yeah, it's like still I, there. It takes a while. Yeah. And and it's mostly like people that I that I love and that I care about, that I care about. But I'm like, oh, I hope that Kiki doesn't think that I'm a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. But like I if someone who was mean to me or just super rude or just a shitty person in general, I don't care what they think about me. Yeah. And actually I was thinking about this the other day. Yesterday. They don't think about me. Nope. And that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to think about me. Yeah. It's true. It's absolutely true. You know, or like, um, I know that you dealt with this a lot working retail. Mm -hmm. I dealt with it a lot being a waitress. There's those, there's those customers. The ones that just go out of their way to get under your skin. And I would carry it with me and then be like, oh my God, can you believe this bitch said this to me? And I would tell you about it or I would tell you to lie about it. And I would think about it all day because they would be like so disrespectful or mean or really try to go out of their way to just be so rude to you, to try to ruin your day. And it took me so long to realize that when they leave, they're probably, they don't care. Like if they're that miserable of a person where they're trying so hard to get... I really doubt they're even still, they're worried about this. And I am giving this person mm -hmm. so much power, so much power. When we first opened up after pandemic and I was dealing with 
because I was front desk, so I had to tell everybody, I need you to put a mask on, put a mask on. And this one guy was so fucking mean and he was so annoying. And I was like, well, we can't, you need to leave if you're not going to put a mask on. And he's like, fuck you, you fat bitch. And I was like, I'm not even fat. <laughs> that was my name. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm not fat. Like, I'm a very, like, nice, proportionately big-titted bitch. Oh, that's what I was like. The only thing that you can see from your angle, because the way the desk was, it was very high. The only thing that he, that person could see from their angle was my boobs. I'm like, that's all that you see of me. It's my head and my boobs. And I have a mask on. So you're mostly just seeing boobs. <laughs> I love that response. Like, like, what I'm the a, fuck? I'm a titty fish. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! This, um, oh my, I'm not. It's such a long story. I'm not going to get into it. But many years ago, um, there was a controversy uh, about me and a local convention. I'm not going to get into the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But like the newspaper wrote a. St- <laughs> The newspaper wrote a story about Kiki Maroon and this thing that was going on. It's so dumb. I'm not getting into it. The point is, is that a whole bunch of people that were trying to dox me who were like defending some dumb shit started the hashtag slutty McNobody to talk shit about me. And I remember telling my friend about it. <laughs> and I said, yeah, no, I don't know what about this. And I was just like so like uh, distraught about it. I was like, and now they're all calling me slutty McNobody. And he said, you're not a nobody. <laughs> he wasn't even trying to be funny. He was trying to console me. <laughs> Thank you. So thank you. Thank oh you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about Slutty McNobody. I still want that to be like, I want to make like a biography or something. <laughs> I want that to be the fucking title of my fucking biography. Slutty McNobody. <laughs> Not actually. <laughs> now with no nobody. Yeah, no, actually somebody. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, like I said, there's definitely many ways. If there's mm-hmm. just the I don't mind and you don't matter. Yeah, okay, th- this is probably why I like her so much, but I like this line so much. Mm-hmm. It means what you want it, what you need it to mean. Yeah, it needs it means what you need it to be at the time, mm-hmm. and that is that is the power of language and like your perception and mm-hmm. everything. Perception. Sometimes, sometimes it's soft serve. Sometimes, it's it's not. Correct. But sometimes it is not. But sometimes it is. And it really just depends on what you need it to be to keep going. That's that's real clownspiration. What do you need to keep going? You're the one. You're the one controlling your mind. Don't let other people or people telling you what you saw with your own eyes. You know. You know. But also there is none so blind. As those who will not see the truth. It's not okay, that's a whole different discussion about the difference between like what is truth and what you see and all that stuff. Because yeah, then there's running away from things and we can get into that whole yeah. thing. Yeah, there is. That's a separate thing. Right now, I'm just trying to empower you, okay? Okay. I feel empowered to tell you. 
But I love you. I love you too. (laughs) Goodbye. so much for listening if you enjoyed it please consider subscribing and leaving a comment it shows the robot overlords that we are interesting content creators and they respond by giving me treats you can find me on instagram twitter youtube tiktok twitch and everything else at kiki maroon or head to kikimaroon.com slash links and just click the little buttons and of course i want to thank my patreon for making this possible patreon is the best way to support the podcast twitch stream live shows and everything else kiki maroon that's me And while I love everyone, I love the patrons just a little bit more because they keep a roof over my head. So if you want to show your support while also getting behind-the-scenes journals, early releases of the podcast, burlesque videos, Patreon-exclusive live streams, and awesome photos that would totally get me banned on Instagram, then head to patreon.com slash kikimaroon. See you next time. I love you, but don't send me a dick pic or I will stop loving you. Bye.